Hello, everybody, and welcome to this podcast edition of the Hockey Week in Review with the Rant Man, David Stearns. And for those of you tuning in with the Hockey Rant with David Stearns, welcome aboard. This is the post-game edition of the Pittsburgh Penguins and Washington Capitals series here as the second round of the playoffs is just finishing up as we work our way into the conference finals. Uh, last night, we saw the end of a classic series, but it didn't end as classic as most would think. Last night, the Washington Capitals could not get their bearings at all. As it turns out, Simeon Varlamov is human after all. After he gave a stunning performance in the first two games and in uh, a couple thereafter, but not so much at the end, he was shocking the entire NHL and quite possibly the world. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But anyway, he went from one of the best goaltenders in the playoffs to, well, one of the worst at that. Uh, Game 7 was not Simeon Varlamov's well, it wasn't really him. I mean, just taking a look at who played with more heart and passion on that ice, you would have to go and say the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins came out firing on top and being led by their strengths. And, you know, some of their weaknesses showed up as well as strengths. And Sidney Crosby leading the way with 21 points thus far in the playoffs. He now tops out. Alexander Ovechkin with the Washington Capitals and Evgeny Malkin not too far behind. These guys are on top of the league for a reason. They are that good. Sidney Crosby, of course, right now, 13, or um, I'm sorry, 21 points with 12 goals and 9 assists. He is absolutely on fire. But conversely, you take a look at the player on the losing team from last night's contest, and that's Alex Ovechkin with 11 goals and 10 assists. These two are so comparable that you couldn't really tell them apart on the ice because they're so full of talent. But the thing is, the one person that didn't show up last night was the person that counted the most, and that was Varlamov. And so the demise came in the second period when the Capitals went down 4 to nothing, and things looked really hopeless for Washington. So in comes in Josie Theodore. Josie Theodore coming into the game allows two more goals, but not before the Capitals scored one in between those two remaining goals. So quite a disappointing finish. I mean, last night's performance was not like the rest of this series. I mean, you take a look at who was producing. I mean, Washington decided, yeah, let's chill out a little bit. Let's stay out of the box. But that didn't even happen. I mean, they had all of, what, maybe five penalties? Let's take a look here. If you look at the game sheet, it is unbelievable. Four penalties... For the Washington Capitals, of course, one being a double minor to Brooks Lake for a high sticking. Four minutes there, so three penalties in all reality here. I mean, and two of them came in the first, and then the one to Brooks Lake came 26 seconds into the third period. Okay, now just taking a look at how everything unfolded here, I, you really okay? Yeah, power play goal by Sidney Crosby because of the high sticking penalty. But other than that, where was the passion and the fire that the Washington Capitals? needed to compete here okay looking at how things started out i mean halfway through the first period we're looking okay everything was fine but still the capitals look sluggish okay and then crosby comes out and scores the first goal on the power play thanks to a penalty okay what do you do what do you do i mean morrison undisciplined slashing call and then crosby comes out and scores a power play goal that first goal means so much 
Yet everybody out there, all the critics have been saying, well, the first goal didn't really mean that much before. Yes, this series had some weird statistic. If I can't remember it off the top of my head. I think it was like the, the team that scored first lost like four. They're over four or something like that. It was it was quite incredible, really. And I think, uh, yeah, I think that's exactly right, actually, because Washington scored their first goals, uh, the first goal in game three and four, and they still ended up losing. So just looking at how last night unfolded, Craig Adams scoring the next goal just seconds later. I mean, come on. What's wrong? Varlamov, where are you? You're obviously not between the pipes. Okay, so, all right, 2 nothing. going into the locker room. Guys, let's get it together out there, Brudrow says. Well, what happens? 28 seconds into the second frame, Bill Guerin connects with Sidney Crosby. Boom, done, 3 nothing. Okay, not even, not even two minutes later, Chris Letang lets, lets one go, thanks to Mulkin and Shatan, and there it is, four nothing. All right, let's try Josie Theodore. Theodore, get in there. Okay, eight minutes later, boom, goal. Okay, all right, something's not right here. Towards the end of the period, Alex Ovechkin leaves some sort of relief and some sort of excitement into the crowd that probably paid $200 from scalpers out front just to get in to see the Capitals. Uh, no. Two minutes into the third period, Sidney Crosby scores a power play goal thanks to that nice little high-sticking penalty. Thank you, Brooks Lake. So pretty much the story of this game was Pittsburgh stayed out of the box. They played with passion. They played with heart. And they played with pretty much a strong, solid mind. I mean, this team was mentally prepared for this game. The Washington Capitals were not. And so the story goes, yeah, home ice advantage did not favor anybody in in the series thus far except for the Capitals in the last round but when you look at the big picture Washington needs to work on goaltending Simeon Varlamov reminds me of Carey Price from last year you put it all on a kid's shoulder er, shoulders what happens he falls apart when he needs to produce and be his best last year Carey Price pretty much did the same thing. They almost bit the bullet against Boston last year. Remember in the first round, forcing Game 7 there? Yeah, there were some very, very bad moments for Carey Price. This year, the Carey Price award goes to Simeon Varlamov, okay? He got them through the first round, and then in the second round, big-time chump. That's what happened last year with Montreal. So, go figure. I mean, it's just unbelievable how you could put so much pressure on his young kid. He looked great. He really did this year. He did look great. But, Washington's got to go shopping. But let's go to the other exciting side of the story here. Pittsburgh Penguins going on in the conference finals. They will be matching up against the winner of tonight's Game 7 between Boston and Carolina. That should be interesting because whoever wins that series tonight will end up having to face a really hot, motivated Pittsburgh Penguins team. So can the Penguins make it to the Stanley Cup Finals two years in a row? The likelihood of that happening right now is very good. Malkin and Crosby are leading right now. I mean, of all active players right now in the playoffs, Crosby and Malkin. I mean, you look at all the other players that are available out there, there's nobody. There's nobody out there that can compete right now against these two. Uh, If you were to say, yes, okay, if Anaheim were to move on, yeah, you can argue for Ryan Getzloff. But he's just the playmaker who makes it happen. Four goals, 14 assists, that's great. Sharing the wealth in Anaheim. That's great. But is he really their superstar right now? Yeah, I would say so. But the real story in Anaheim is Jonas Hiller. So here we go again. Another story about a young, unknown goaltender with the pressure on. Will he choke tonight? 
well, they're not exactly on home ice, so maybe they're going to win. But I still think the ball is in Detroit's court. Johan Franzen is hot right now, and whether or not that fire can be extinguished, doubtful. But whoever goes on to play Chicago in that series, I don't know. But anyway, going back to the story with Boston and Carolina tonight, okay? Boston and Carolina, this series has been probably the most confusing series. Boston, okay? This this team is just unbelievable. They are so unpredictable. You think about the number one seed in the West being eliminated in the first round by Anaheim, the eighth seed. Now you got one versus six here in this series. Pittsburgh is waiting on an exhausted team. And the exhausted team is going to have to be Boston if they come out on top of this one. If not, Boston and Carolina pulls through. Carolina is on the rebound here. Okay, Think of it this way. They could have taken a series long time ago here they were poised to take it in game five but they messed up big time okay they messed up by losing four to nothing to tim thomas who's up for the vesna tim thomas is another goaltender that not many people have talked about as of lately but now they're starting to talk more about him because you know what when you lose three to nothing okay when you lose three to two in overtime and then you lose four to one you lost three games in a row if Boston comes back and wins tonight's game, or they come back in this series and wins tonight's game, that is probably one of the most uncharacteristic wins ever. Well, I mean, I guess you can say that the same could be said about Pittsburgh, but Washington came in and won it in Game 6 to force Game 7. Everything was, you know, all exciting, hunky-dory. But if you were to put that in the same light, then Boston's supposed to lose tonight. It's not going to happen that way, but it's going to be a tighter game tonight than what we saw last night in Washington. So Pittsburgh is going to be hoping for an exhausted team more so than a recharged team. So I think the worst case scenario is Pittsburgh sees Carolina. Best case scenario, they see Boston because Boston is exhausted. Okay. Winning out their last two games, they're going to have to come in and win this one to, you know, to win into the series, to go into the conference finals. I really like the chances that Pittsburgh can move on to the Stanley cup finals if Boston wins. And if Carolina wins, then Pittsburgh's going to have a little trouble because Carolina absolutely a great team at home, but the thing is, yeah, home ice advantage, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Home ice advantage, I believe, does not make a difference anymore. So, I mean, I, I think I've had a podcast about this in the past sometime or another in the last two years. But still. Anyway, yeah. So could we have a Stahl versus Stahl? That'd be pretty cool. Eric Stahl versus Jordan Stahl. I mean, Jordan Stahl has looked like he stalled out a little bit there in Pittsburgh, but last night he finally got his second goal in the playoffs. I was expecting him to score more so this year uh, than in years past, but I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of have him on my fantasy team, and he's not doing much for me. But anyway, Eric Stahl is probably the better of the Stahl brothers right now, but Eric Stahl, it's on his shoulders tonight to lead the, the Carolina Hurricanes against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, what My ideal setup for the Stanley Cup Finals would be really cool. I don't I yeah I like classic matchups but if you were to get Boston versus Detroit or Boston versus Chicago I think that would be really cool. Get an original 6 matchup in there that'd be really neat. On the other hand, what if it were a Pittsburgh Detroit matchup again? Wouldn't that be classic? Well, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself here because we still have yet to see tonight's game 7s. So, laying it all on the line, Boston versus Carolina at 8 o'clock tonight. And on the other side, we have Detroit facing off against Anaheim in Detroit at 7 p.m. tonight. So, tune into those games. 
and get ready because the conference finals are going to be just as exciting as what we've seen thus far as we have three seven-game series leading into the conference finals, and Chicago is just getting bored out of their minds. So we'll talk to you all later, and I will update you all after tonight's Game 7s. We'll talk to you all real soon. This is the Rat Man saying, don't stop believing. Did you ever have to make up your mind To pick up on one and leave the other behind It's not often easy and not often kind Did you ever have to make up your mind Did you ever have to finally decide And say yes to one and let the other one ride There's so many changes and tears you must hide Did you ever have to finally decide